Hey guys, I'm back already. I just recorded the episode on rejection sensitivity and I talked at the end a little bit about um, cyclothymia and said I was going to record an episode on that too and I figured I would just do that right now because otherwise it might not get done or it might be a while before it gets done and I really, I'm on a roll with talking about this stuff so I just wanted to talk about it. So I'm going to talk about it. So here I go. Um... I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not a mental health professional. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not trying to diagnose you guys or myself with anything. But as I mentioned in the last episode, my son um, sent me the link to this um, to check out this disorder online because he was sort of relating to the symptoms and I have been having the same struggles. So, uh, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting, um, to talk about, and it might just be that cyclothymia is, um, like it mimics closely the emotional dysregulation that comes along with autism and ADHD. Um, but this seems a a little bit different. So I'm just going to read what this, um, Mayo Clinic article has to say about cyclothymia. So it says, cyclothymia, also called cyclothymic disorder, is a mood disorder. Cyclothymia causes emotional ups and downs, but they're not as extreme as those in bipolar 1 or 2 disorder. With cyclothymia, you experience periods where your mood noticeably... Sorry, my dog is barking (laughs) at... Somebody just rang the doorbell. It must be Amazon. Ugh. Hang on, I'm going to pause. Okay, sorry about that. (laughs) My dog was just barking and barking and barking and barking and barking. So she has finally stopped. Okay, let's continue. Okay, so it says, With cyclothymia, you experience periods where your mood noticeably shifts up and down from your baseline. You may feel on top of the world for a time, followed by a low period when you feel somewhat down. Between these cyclothymic highs and lows, you may feel stable and fine. Although the highs and lows of cyclothymia are less extreme than those of bipolar disorder, it's critical to seek help managing these symptoms because they can interfere with your ability to function and increase your risk of bipolar 1 or 2 disorder. Treatment options for cyclothymia include talk therapy, medications, and close ongoing follow-up with your doctor. Okay, so a couple things here. Um, First of all, I know many of us out there have been diagnosed with mood disorders, whether that was an accurate diagnosis for you, or in my case, not an accurate diagnosis, um, it leads me to believe that there is a lot of overlap. And it's true, I mean, that's not just me thinking that, it's true that there is a lot of overlap between mood disorders and autism, um, that bipolar can be co-occurring. And um, cyclothymia, I believe, is like a subset of bipolar, um, just like a milder version, I guess. Um, so 
this is very relatable to me. Um, I'm not sure if this is a thing that I have, but if I don't have it, whatever is going on with me um, feels very similar to how this is described. Um, I sometimes have periods where, um, you know, there'll be like a week where I'm very up and it's not mania. I know what mania looks like. I used to work in mental health. Um, so it's not to that extreme, but it's just, I feel, I feel very happy. I feel very motivated. I feel very positive. I feel very on top of everything. I, you know, my mood is more elevated. Um, and then I, I know when I'm in that, I know when I'm in it, it's going to end. And so I'm just like waiting for it. I'm like, oh, I feel great, but this is going to stop. And then it does. And then I go into like a lower, like low, low, sometimes where I feel almost like depressed or burnt out or, you know, whatever it may be, but just like low mood, low energy, feeling sad, feeling depressed, you know, feeling my executive dysfunction is like, on a 10. Um, and then there are times when I feel like just somewhere in between, like regular, I guess. Um, and, but honestly, that doesn't happen very often <laughs> these days, at least like, but during those times when I feel regular, I almost feel like absent of emotion because for some reason, it seems like if I'm not feeling something in an extreme, it feels like I'm not feeling anything at all. I'm not sure if that makes sense to anyone or if anyone else has that, but like, it either feels like I'm not feeling anything at all or I just don't know. I'm just like, what even, what am I feeling? Am I feeling anything? What is happening right now? Like, if it's not so intense and noticeable, it's like I can't, can't describe it, can't know what it is, can't deal with it. I don't know. So cyclothymia, is anyone out there, uh, diagnosed with this? I might actually, um, dive into some more research on this just because it's interesting. I really am interested in all things mental health and, you know, this isn't really a mental health podcast, but I think talking openly about these different mental health issues, um, is important. Um, and I know that a lot of this stuff is relatable to a lot of people who are on the spectrum and, you know, it's good to bring these things into the light basically. And so I would be curious if anyone else out there feels like their moods operate this way. Um, I was never officially diagnosed with bipolar, um, but I was put on lithium before by a doctor who was treating me for depression. Um, this was back in my early 20s when I was trying medications. Um, and I said, my, my medications just, uh, they're not doing what I want them to do or what I would expect them to do. Like I still felt like my moods were kind of all over the place. And so the doctor was like, oh, okay, let's try lithium in addition to your um, to your antidepressant. And for those of you that don't know, lithium is a mood stabilizer that is often used in the treatment of bipolar disorder. Um, 
So, uh, I tried that and I didn't try it for very long because I did not feel good on that medication. It made me feel, um, extremely tired, extremely dull, I guess is the best way to describe it. Like I felt like everything was just like dull. <laughs> my emotions, my life, just nothing. It was just like, I was Eeyore, just like, I don't know. I didn't like it. I felt like I had cotton in my head instead of a brain. It just wasn't the medication for me. I was like, well, I need to not take this anymore. So he took me off of it and that was fine. And that was that he never, so he never like outright said you, I think you might be bipolar, but he put me on a mood stabilizer. So I'm not sure what that means. Who knows? Um, but that that was not a correct diagnosis, even though um, I've worked in mental health, I'm familiar with bipolar and how it presents, and I've always related in a way to people who have bipolar because I'm like, I feel like I know that feeling, I just have a less intense version of that, like I would see people who were manic and I would be like, I can understand how that feels, like I feel like I do feel kind of manic sometimes, it's just like 50% of what this person's going through. Um, and same with the depression part. It's like, I do have these swings, but sometimes, um, or all the time, uh, they are not as intense or broad of a, sw of a swing and they happen more frequently. So with bipolar, um, the manic and depressive episodes tend to like span a little bit longer periods of time. Um, you know, I mentioned before that sometimes my ups and downs last like a week, two weeks. Um, but sometimes it's like cycling day to day. Sometimes I'll have a day or two where I will be up and then the next day I'll just feel like crap and then I'll feel like crap and then I'll feel way up and then I'll have a day where I feel like normal. Um, and bipolar does not cycle that fast. Um, so that's a big difference between, it sounds like what I'm experiencing and bipolar, but this cyclothymia seems like you can experience these ups and downs more frequently. So I don't know. I might, uh, like I said, I'm going to research this more and I want to get more information on this. I'm exploring everything now, um, because I'm just trying to figure myself out. You know, I know I mentioned that my son <laughs> had, had said to me that, that he feels kind of like embarrassed or feels kind of like a, a hypochondriac because he's been on the same mission lately to be like, what, what is all this stuff I'm feeling? What is happening? What's going on in my head? Which I applaud him at the age of 23, almost 24, um, his birthday's next week for doing that. Cause when I was in my early twenties, I guess we didn't have as much, uh, as many options as far as research goes when I was in my early 20s, like the internet wasn't a big thing. There was like WebMD, that was it. Or like, you know, you just went to the doctor and you did what they said. It wasn't the culture of like researching and, and advocating for yourself and knowing a lot even about mental health. Like no one was talking about mental health back then or what any of this stuff meant or could mean or whatever. So I'm glad that he's growing up in a time where this is a much more open conversation and it's much more acceptable to explore these things and, and, uh, 
I feel like I'm doing that too. I'm like just exploring every option now. It's like, okay, so now I've narrowed down this, this one part of my life, but, um, it seems like there could be a few co-occurring things that go along with this for me. And, um, like I said, I'm a person that likes to know the why. And I, if I can work out an answer or a solution, I like to be able to try and do that. Um, but I like having a label for things. I like the labels. I like the names. It's comforting to me to know what's going on. I don't like a mystery. I don't like a surprise. If I can be like, okay, so I'm autistic. I also have rejection sensitivity. Like those are two labels that I have that help me know where I can label that. I can be like, I'm having this reaction right now. This is from this. This is my autism. This is my RSD. And it helps me calm myself in those moments to be like, this is why this is happening. This is why I'm having this behavior or feeling this way or doing this thing. Um, so that's the way I operate. I'm not sure if everyone operates the same way. If I'm not sure if everyone is so like thirsty for knowledge or information about themselves um, as I am. Um, I don't know if everyone loves a label. Um, but this is how... I operate personally. So I just wanted to put this cyclothymia out there in case it rings true to anyone else out there. Um, I wanted to spread awareness about this because I've, I worked in mental health for five years and I had never even heard of this term. Maybe it's a newer diagnosis that's come out since I worked in mental health. Um, but I've literally never heard of it. So I thought, uh, I would bring this one into the light too, in case anyone else relates and uh it may fit me it may not i mean i think as i explore more uh i'll figure that out but yeah just wanted to put it out there for you guys okay i'm really gonna go get on with my day now i have a doctor's appointment in a little while so i've kind of been in waiting mode all day um but i'm gonna try and force myself to get a few things done before i have to leave in a little bit for that so until next time, if you guys want to say anything to me about this, I'm leaving my info in the show notes, as usual. Okay, talk to you next time. Bye.